welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to World Live Broadcast. This week we've been discussing the last day revival outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And we're uh, going to see it. I know in my heart the Lord is and uh, spending time with Him. He revealed the last day revival would be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit like man has never seen. We shall see miracles take place all around us. Instant miracles, heal, miraculous healings. Devils cast out of many. Men shall be in the valley of decision. There shall be a harvest of souls that shall be greater than any seen before. Men, women, children shall run to the light of the glory. I thank God for allowing us to be used in these last days. Men, women, and children shall run to the light of the glory. The, and they shall see the glory of the Lord, and they shall run to it. Now, there was a prophecy in Isaiah chapter 60, and I believe this is going to be the fulfilling of it in these last days. Uh, let's start in uh, verse 1 of Isaiah chapter 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They shall come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughter shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant. Your heart shall be swell with joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. Now see, he's saying here that the glory of the Lord shall be seen upon you, and then people will see, see that glory, and they shall come to you, because they shall see the glory upon you. Uh, I've had this to happen to me one time. Uh, I was in a revival meeting in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. I believe it was in Louisville. And uh, I was uh, so full of God, I came out of that place. And uh, I was uh, on fire for God. I walked down the street and I said, Lord, I ask you to use me and make me the minister that you want me to be. And I walked out the doors and... Uh, I was stopped in my tracks. I mean, it's just like, boom, the Holy Ghost just uh, rested me in my tracks. And he said, look to the right. And I looked over on a park bench, and this guy was sitting on a park bench. And he says, I want you to go over there, and I'm going to heal him. And I said, uh, the Lord told me to come to you, that he wants to heal you of your infirmities. I went over there and talked to him. I said, uh, what's the matter with you anyway? He said, I have diabetes. I said, the Lord is going to heal you right now. I laid hands on him. God instantly healed me. 
Well, I turned and went down the street, looked down the street, and this guy pointed at me, and he said, uh, come here. And I went over there, and he says, I want what you have. He says, I see the glory of God upon you. So I went over there, and I, was, and I led him to the Lord, led him through a prayer of salvation, and he was born again that very instant. And this was like in uh, five or ten minutes of time that I was just walked out of this uh, Coliseum was that. Walked down the street and they seen the glory of God upon me because of the glory, the anointing that was on me. And then the Lord said, this is the minister I want you to be. I want you to get it up from the four walls of the church. Take it out wherever you're at, no matter where you're at. That's where the anointing's at. Amen. Then I was in a church meeting one day. And this lady was bragging. She said, I'm going to set up in the front uh, next to the pastor where the anointing's at. I didn't say anything to her. I said, well, uh, and I just remember what the Lord told me. He says, Ricky, where you're at is where the anointing's at. I said to myself, I'm going to sit on the back row today because where I'm at is where the anointing's at. I'm not making light of what the anointing was on that pastor. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying wherever I'm at, the anointing is upon me as well. Because the Lord told me, he says, I, I'm not just uh, boxed to a church. I'm not just boxed to these four walls. I'm not just in a box. But a lot of people want to put God in a box. And they say, well, he can only operate behind these four walls. Because if we move out of these four walls and uh, uh, people are not going to receive it, what are they going to think? But I'm here to tell you that when we move out from those four walls and we say, Lord, use us wherever we go, then the anointing is upon you to accomplish the thing that God sent it to do. And the word of God will shall not return to him void, but it shall accomplish the thing that he sent it to do. Amen. You see, uh, people are looking for the, for the glory of God. They're looking for the supernatural. That's what's going on today. A lot of people won't go to church, but we have to take the supernatural to them. This is what he's saying. He says, then you shall see and become radiant. Your heart shall swell with joy. The joy of the Lord will be upon you and in you. But that radiant glory of God that comes upon you shall be for the manifestation of the Holy Ghost to bring people into the kingdom of God. To see people get healed. To see people's lives changed. That's what it's about, is to see people changed by the glory of God. Amen? So that they will no longer be the same. The anointing shall destroy the yoke that's in their lives. A lot of people are uh, yoked up with, with uh, sickness and disease. Some are yoked up with sin and uh, the burden of sin. Some are yoked up with unforgiveness and uh, and uh, things have happened in their lives that have uh, hurt them so bad that they uh, have they won't open up their heart to the Lord. But that's going to change because He's going to heal the brokenhearted. Jesus said, "I'm anointed to heal the brokenhearted, to restore everything that the devil has stolen from them." Amen. So the anointing upon you is going to be to change people's lives. And they are going to be changed. They'll no longer be the same because of the anointing of the power of God and the word of God. 
And now we have to take the Word of God and preach the Word of God, too. We can't just uh, go out and operate in the gifts of the Spirit without taking the Word of God. We have to put the Word of God first. And as uh, in John chapter, no, it's Mark chapter 16. It says that the Lord worked with them, confirming the Word with signs following. When we preach the word of God, then we'll watch the word manifest and the anointing shall manifest that word. And then what will happen is we'll see it manifest and people will be healed. They'll be delivered from their burdens. The anointing shall destroy the yoke that's upon their lives. They shall come into the body of Christ and the lives will be changed forever. Then instantly get them filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, so that they can go forth in power. Jesus said, he told his disciples, he said, Tarry ye in Jerusalem until you're endued with power from on high. Ask the Lord for the anointing before you go out from behind those four walls and before you go into those four walls of the church. Ask him for the anointing. Ask for the move of God in the church. And let it go from there and spread out. Ask for the move of the Holy Ghost. Pray for your pastor. Pray that God will move upon his heart. And that there will be a great move of God in your church like you've never seen before. And watch it go out from behind those four walls. Amen. Because it's time in these last days. It's time to quit playing church and time to get on with God. It's time to get hooked up with the Holy Ghost and say, we're not just going in here and, and having a, a church, but we're going to see a move of God and we're going to see people when they walk in, they're going to walk out different than they came in. They're going to be different when they walk out from behind those four walls. They're going to be different. They won't be concerned about going home and watching the football game, but when they leave this church today, they're going to be concerned about going out and get somebody born again because the glory of God is going to be upon them so mightily that they can't do anything except the will of God. Amen. This is what the revival is going to do. It's going to change people's attitudes and change their mind to the place to where people are not going to be concerned about what they need, but they're going to be concerned about what the Lord Jesus Christ needs us to do. Amen. That is what's going to take place, my friend, because it's time. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 60, and let's start in verse 19. The sun shall no longer be your light by day, nor for brightness shall the moon give you light. But the Lord will be to you an everlasting light, and your God your glory. The sun shall no longer go down, nor shall your moon withdraw itself, for the Lord will be your everlasting light. And the days of your mourning shall be ended. Also your people shall be righteous. They shall inherit the land forever. The branch of my planting, the work of my hands, that I may be glorified. A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. Ah, the Lord will hasten it in its time. The Lord is doing a work in these last days, and he will hasten this in his time, and it is time, people. A little one will become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. 
there will be so many coming in to the body of Christ. I'm so excited about it. We've seen a few people come in, but I'm talking thousands. And right now in Africa, I believe there's a revival going on over there. There's, there's uh, hundreds of thousands of people being born again. And, you know, and, it, and it's going to spread, and, it, and it's an outpouring there, but there's going to be a greater one there, too. I'm talking about around the world. I'm talking about he may want to use us in a different country. We don't know. We have to be uh, obedient and willing to do what God tells us to do. Amen? But we have to uh, be tuned in and ask God what his plan is. And say, Lord, use me. Use me. May the glory be upon me to the degree that people will run to that glory and accept you as their Savior. Amen? If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. 